Talking about coffee and a Talking about butt stuff. Talking about butt stuff with you. Are we live? (laughs) We're live. We are live. (laughs) We're getting into all, not all the butt stuff today. (laughs) (laughs) No. We're getting into some very important butt stuff today. Yeah. This is life-changing butt stuff that is, I think, scary for a lot of people. Mm Mm-hmm. People that we know personally that we talk to about coffee enemas and <laughs> the looks on people's faces when they're like, <gasps> when we tell them about it, it's, yeah. it's you know, people are c- quite shocked. Some people have never even heard of coffee enemas. We have a tendency to bring it up at meals, <laughs> which is probably a bad move on our part to try to convince people uh, into um, engaging <laughs> in this, this extremely healthy and life-changing practice. If you're friends with us, you need... Also, to be comfortable talking about poop. It's just a requirement. It is. Poop is a vital sign. Ensuring that you are pooping properly and that the whole system at large is functioning is just beyond important. Oh, totally. And we're obviously going to get into the nitty-gritty details of everything today. But sometimes I like to say, like, we classify our life B-C-E and A-C-E, before coffee enemas and after coffee enemas, because they've definitely changed my life, and I'm not being, I'm not over-exaggerating. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to get into it today. This is Coffee Enema 101, Mm -hmm. something we've been doing for a couple years now. Yeah. And uh, it's, if I had to say, like, top, maybe even top three health modalities, Insurance policies. Changes that I've made to my life that have been then just completely transformational. Implementing coffee enemas is definitely one of them in all seriousness. Now yeah. it's going to be fun. It's funny. It's We're funny making to talk jokes. About. Yeah. But it, totally in dead seriousness. <laughs> They're life changing. <laughs> they are. There, so. <laughs> there is freedom on the other side <laughs> of butt, of butt stuff. stuff. So Disclaimer. Today's topic, you know, we're going to get into a lot of graphic butt and poop stuff. So if that makes you squeamish, maybe this isn't the episode for you. But also, maybe it's something that you need to, you know, just pull on that thread a little bit mm-hmm. and lean into a little bit. Maybe this is your intuition nudging you towards just opening up your mind to something like coffee enemas. For sure. <laughs> but first, before we get into all things coffee enema... I got to know, my love, what is in your cup over there? In my cup, I've got a classic, an absolute staple from none other than Organifi, and that is Organifi's green juice. Love it. Such a winner. Absolute necessity for anyone who is interested in health Mm -hmm. is to have a high quality green juice yeah. supplement in their life. Is that the original or is that the uh, crisp apple? Today's is the original, but we also offer a crisp apple version. Um, if you are interested, you can get it on, you can check it out on our medicine cabinet. Uh, Organifi products are listed on uh, the medicine cabinet at themedicine.com, or you can just go to Organifi.com and type in the code Mimi fit and you'll get 20% off anything. Um, this green juice is the best on the marketplace, just hands down. From a from a taste perspective, it's super, super clean. If you have the original, it's got a slight um, mint flavor. And if you have the green apple flavor, it tastes like green apple. And it's made with real apples. So it has a, has a crisp apple type taste to it. Um, the hero ingredient 
is ashwagandha, which is an adaptogen that has been life-changing for me um, that helps support uh, cortisol regulation in the body. So that's the stress response, uh, which we want a little bit of, but we want it to also turn on and off uh, at the right times. So ashwagandha is incredibly supportive of a proper regulating mm -hmm. uh, cortisol um, release. And then it's also a, a supporting of detoxification, which we talk a lot about today mm -hmm. uh, with, with coffee enemas. And that is through spirulina, chlorella, some of these other superfood ingredients that are in uh, green juice itself, really, really helpful for binding to these things that are toxic in the world that end up in our system, plastics, heavy metals. Uh, and so having a really healthy, it's not just a, a liquid salad. I think that's the big yeah. misunderstanding from, you know, people are going used to going to juice bars and getting kale and spinach blended into a, a juice. And while those are great and have their own benefits, um, it is not just like a celery juice. Mm -hmm. These are green products, uh, adaptogens, superfood ingredients that are from the most intense, uh, and nuanced places on the globe uh, from an efficacy and a cleanliness perspective, all consolidated into one green juice supplement. We're constantly evaluating at Organifi whether or not this is the highest quality, highest efficacy um, that we can put into a glass or into a scoop that you can blend. And um, by all measures, it is an effective dose of yeah. green juice, which I think, oddly enough, makes it extremely rare, despite the fact that you've probably heard and seen of a million different green juice supplements. Yeah, uh, different than other green juice supplements that talk about ashwagandha. Um, they usually only have like a fairy dusting of right. ashwagandha, which Organifi has a clinical dose, a therapeutic dose of ashwagandha, which is if you're going to take ashwagandha, you might as well. <laughs> You might as well get the therapeutic dose so it's actually doing something in your body. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, our product, Mushy Love, and, and the fact that we only chose two mushrooms uh, was because we wanted to make sure we included an effective dose. We included a gram of mushrooms, 500 milligrams of tremella, 500 milligrams of chaga. Well, I got this concept after having mm -hmm. been with the Organifi team for now five years, and I learned that most brands are putting a fairy dusting of tens of 20s of sometimes even more superfood ingredients mm -hmm. that they can kind of get away with just sprinkling a little bit here and there. Well, those doses are, are not effective. And so what Organifi has done specifically with the green juice, is there's 11 high quality, high efficacy superfoods mm -hmm. put into this green juice so that you can get an actual response from the things that are going into your body. Yep. Love it. Got to know for you, what is in your cup? So I have something very simple. And it's on brand for what we're going to be talking about today, which is a lot of liver support and detoxification. Um, I have a roasted dandelion root tea from Traditional Medicinals. We're not affiliated with them in any way, but I've um, really been trying to drink more warm teas and warm drinks throughout the day rather than just like, you know, cold or chilled or iced drinks just to help with my digestion and hydration and uh, keeping things moving along. Um, yeah, so dandelion has a bunch of benefits for the liver detoxification. It can be like a slight laxative, which I'm not really going for right now, but it can be um, really helpful if that's something that you are looking for. And yeah, super simple, but it's, it's I add a little dash of honey and uh, it's it's been really nice to to consume 
during the day when I'm just working away and don't want to have iced drinks. Yeah, I mean, dandelion root is an absolute beast when it comes to the liver support. Uh, we'll talk about liver multiple times today, but uh, and if you're interested in, in addition to just the, the tea, um, Organifi also offers a liver detox capsule, and uh, I've been loving it. It's been highly effective for what's been a, a much-needed liver cleanse for me. It includes dandelion root. It also includes artichoke leaf, includes milk thistle, and then I'm going to butcher this, but it's like trifala, which is an Ayurvedic cleansing like herb, uh, herbal blend. Um, so if you want like a powerhouse liver supporting supplement that isn't in the form of a tea, you can get the capsules also at Organifi.com. Liver Reset is the product. And yeah. uh, it's so effective. Like I usually recommend this to most people, whether or not they think they have liver mm -hmm. issues. It's one of the most highly effective Organifi products, but it's it, it's a capsule. So people, it's not as like sexy. It's not as fun to interact with a, a capsule yeah. that's meant to help your liver but the liver does so much work we we must support it we must give it all the help it needs um whether that's drinks or capsules or coffee enemas your liver needs help my loves yeah it's i think in our culture we think of liver usually with someone who is just obese like fatty liver disease or you think of it like, oh, I drink a lot of alcohol and I need, you know, my liver needs some support because yeah. I got hammered last night or, yeah. or over this holiday I got slammed. Um, and so I'm going to need to support my liver. And yes, of course, that's true. But even healthy people. Yeah, just living in a, our modern world. Yeah, we've got in the summers, we've got wildfires. If you're on the West Coast, you're consuming uh, toxicity in just the air mm -hmm. itself. Uh, we all know about the plastics that are in food and water and, and just even even taking things like receipts um, from the store and, and how those transfer through the skin into your body. And your liver is this wildly amazing filtering process and it just captures all of this bullshit from the environment. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know what percentage you would say, but let's just say it's, it's you, your liver does 80% uh, effectiveness and, and when it gets full, it's like there's overages, there's, there's overspills. And if you're not like, cleansing the liver in the same way that you would cleanse or, or clean out the pipes of your home or something that needs like a filter like your hot tub or something it's going to get backed up and even for mm -hmm. healthy people it's going to get backed up yeah so it's something that's come to my attention in the last couple of years about how important it is to really have something supporting uh the functionality of your liver yeah and we're going to get even deeper into the liver once we talk about some of the benefits of coffee enemas. But first, I want to start by just giving another sort of disclaimer that everything we share today on this episode, and really every episode, is not meant to be medical advice in any way, shape, or form. It's for educational and obviously entertainment purposes only. And we are sharing our experience. We know that there are other ways of doing things. Um, other experts and doctors might recommend other things. So it's important for the individual to assess your needs and continue talking to your doctor or your trusted holistic health care practitioner, provider, when you're starting any sort of new detox protocol. Just want to throw that out there. It's really important. And I, I don't want anyone to think that recommendations that we give are um, absolute for everyone. Like you have to treat yourself as an individual and be 
your own best advocate for what your body is currently dealing with and where it needs support and how you want to go about supporting your body. For sure. Yeah. Yep. Well said. All right. So you want to get into it? Let's get in it. Let's do it. Okay. So first, I uh, just want to give a definition in case this is the first time you're hearing the words coffee enema and you have no idea what we're talking about. Um, it can be, uh, there, there's many different terms that kind of fall under this, this umbrella of enema, but the, the correct actual term would be colonic coffee implant, which hmm. I had never heard until nice. we started doing research <laughs> for this episode, or some people call it coffee hydrotherapy. Um, the word enema or the term enema is actually a misnomer because enema usually just means, you know, implanting or putting the liquid in and immediately expelling it out. So what we're talking about today is implanting the coffee into the colon or the large intestine and retaining it for a certain amount of time, usually 10 to 20 minutes. Some people go up to 30 minutes. Um, but today, although we know that there are differences and nuances in the details, we kind of just use the umbrella term coffee enema. And then different also from a colonic yeah, which, which we'll get into. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think I think just looking at the history of coffee enemas, they've gotten a little more mainstream, um, but it's not like a new practice. This isn't a new concept that's just come out of nowhere. Yeah. There's actually documentation of coffee enemas dating all the way back to ancient Egypt. I can't say that we saw them in our trip, so that's one <laughs> thing we did miss is the... I wasn't the, looking for the coffee enema glyphs. Ness, I, I'm sure they were there. We saw so <laughs> yeah. much. I'm sure we missed a, a quite a bit, but... Even like in the Dead Sea Scrolls. Unfortunately, those didn't make it into the Bible either. Um, but in the 1800s, it was known and practiced as kind of a, a potent liver remedy. And then even even more recently in the in the 70s and 80s, uh, the, the Gerson Institute, the Merck Manual, and detoxification experts, uh, I think Dr. Lauren, no, Lawrence Wilson, uh, have really brought these more into the mainstream and, and kind of coined the phrase of, of coffee hydrotherapy. Um, but I should say it's really blown up or, or blown out, if mm -hmm. you will, uh, <laughs> in the last like five to 10 years as biohacking has gotten quite popular mm -hmm. as the health and wellness community has, has found their pockets and, and populations on things like podcasts and social media, very popular biohackers like Ben Greenfield, Dave Asprey have taken videos of themselves, you know, <laughs> sitting with coffee in their uh, yeah. colon and uh you know dave asprey hanging himself upside down on his inversion table saying hey i got my coffee enema in and a lot of kind of biohacking holistic health uh celebrities if you will have been kind of pushing the importance of having a practice like coffee enemas in your life yep let's talk about the purpose um the primary purpose of coffee enemas is really simple it's to aid the body in detoxification and it does this in a myriad of ways, which we'll get into. But first, why do we need help with detoxification? We've already mentioned it a little bit previously, but just as a modern human, the current environmental levels of toxic compounds like heavy metals, then there's over 3,000 different chemicals in our food, including pesticides, herbicides, and over 100,000 other toxic chemicals that are just floating around in the air, car exhaust. You know, you, you really can't get away from the toxins unless you're living totally off the grid in the woods and breathing fresh mountain air every day, which I would say is definitely not the majority of us. 
we need some help in this area of detoxification. Um, then you add to that things like prescriptions and over-the-counter drugs. They add, add a ton more uh, toxic chemicals to our bodies. Um, and really, it, it places a huge burden on the body and its filtering system, which is the liver and, and some other organs. Um, so yeah, put simply, modern living comes at a cost, unfortunately. So enemas really help to redu reduce that toxic burden of our liver, which does so much freaking work for us. Totally. And, and so I want to get into some of the, just the main benefits of, of participating in the practice of coffee enemas and most relevant for me in, in the last, God, I would say six months, I've just had an extra emphasis on, like I've been mentioning, the need to support my liver. We talked about environmental toxicity, but even somebody who uses a lot of supplements. Mm -hmm. Supplements are uh, extracted and they're taking these, you know, superfood ingredients, these adaptogenic ingredients and consolidating them into a capsule at kind of like hyper doses yeah like extract extract and a lot of times what comes through that in addition to the the supporting benefits is, is also a level of toxicity maybe it's heavy metals maybe it's some other even like phytotoxins from some of these superfood ingredients and your liver is the filter for all of this so even a healthy person someone mm -hmm. like myself who takes a lot of supplements can have a backed up liver i also consume kratom and kava both of which kind of do a number on on the liver and so as I was really educating myself on how I can optimize specifically my hormones and my cortisol, the liver just kept coming up. So coffee enemas stimulate the liver to increase detoxification of the blood and decrease the toxic load just on the liver altogether. This includes, like we're talking about, removing a variety of, of toxins, free radicals from the bloodstream. So the liver and the adrenal glands are intimately connected and together they support regulating cortisol i.e stress um, cortisol is the stress hormone and cortisol dysregulation can lead to liver fatigue so if you're too stressed you can actually start to fatigue your liver and the functionality of the liver's detoxification process is irregular um, it can also be the same with with gallbladder and, and having gallbladder dysfunction but similarly the liver or having liver disease can be associated with adrenal dysregulation and insufficiency. So it can kind of go both ways. When the adrenals are overstressed, the liver can become essentially congested. When the liver is overstressed or congested, it can actually impact the adrenals, the cortisol, and have this holistic hormone response, in, not in the way that you would be hoping. Did you know that Mushy Love Latte contains three to five times more organic mushrooms per serving than almost any other mushroom product out there? How did we do this? Well, we started with the question, how do we get the most mushrooms possible packed into each scoop and still make it delicious? It took us a while, but the result is a whopping one gram of chaga and tremella in a mixture that tastes like a liquid cinnamon roll. To support robust immunity, glowing skin and hair, and overall cellular hydration. All organic ingredients, no weird fake sweeteners, and our mushroom growers have over 40 years of experience. They are OGs in the mushroom industry. We weren't interested in creating anything but the best for you guys. 
and ourselves. Grab a bag of Cinnamon Swirl Mushy Love Latte at GetMushyLove.com and you can use the discount code MEDICINE, M-E-D-I-C-I-N, just for being a valued listener of the podcast. Enjoy. And what you're saying, just to pause there, is like, this is more evidence to the fact that we are one holistic organism. We're not little parts and pieces that we can treat individually. Because when we support one area of the body, other, there are going to be other downstream benefits and effects that you might not even be able to anticipate. Right. And on the flip side, when we mistreat one area of the body, there's going to be downstream negative side effects that we can't anticipate either. So more to like treating the body as one unit, one organism. Totally. So, so as I've had cortisol and adrenal challenges, um, you know, I've got, I recovered in my late twenties and really felt optimal in my early thirties, but have had a level of, uh, fall off, you know, have, have been like, what the hell my, my cortisol seems, you know, irregular are my adrenals functioning. And was, what I was able to drill into was that it was actually my liver, Mm -hmm. um, needing the support such that my adrenals could get back to an optimal state. So the weaker the adrenals become, i.e. the weaker the liver is, the weaker the adrenals become, the higher the risk of hormonal irregularity. And then, without careful consideration of how the liver is functioning, the use of even hormone or adrenal-supporting herbs, detoxifiers, or even like if you got prescription drugs for something, can actually worsen the liver function because it's it's the liver that processes th- most of those supplements. Mm-hmm. And the supplements will have little to no impact on the hormone challenges because your liver is still backed up. So just highlighting how freaking important the liver is and how wildly effective something like coffee enemas can be, especially yeah. when it's in combination with something like liver supporting supplements to a holistic transformation from the, in the hormone system. Yeah, absolutely. So some of the other major benefits and, and this list of course is not exhaustive. <laughs> I could have gone, we could have made the whole episode just about the benefits. Um, but I really tried to pick out the ones that, um, were most important. So the next benefit that I want to talk about for, from, uh, coffee enemas is cleaning the colon by what's called astringent action and astringency or astringent action is kind of like exfoliating. So it's like an exfoliation of dead cells, similar to how you exfoliate with like a freaking loofah or washcloth or whatever in the shower, you're sloughing off dead or maybe diseased um, or just cells that are ready to be released from the body. Cells are dying all the time. And if we're not, if we're not uh, exfoliating those cells, they can get backed up and cause problems. So this is, you can kind of think of coffee enemas as like an, an internal loofah. That's so weird. I know. Exfoliating (laughs) the, the um, outmost, the outermost layer of mucosal cells inside your intestines and then you know obviously (laughs) this benefit um probably is uh i would say known by most people constipation relief maybe the most noticeable (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you know constipation relief aka elimination (laughs) right right but constipation 
is usually it usually has a root cause. You know, yeah. there's something, whether dietary or stress or travel or something, there's something that's causing the constipation. So while a coffee enema can give you immediate relief from like, okay, I need to freaking poop. <laughs> it's not necessarily addressing what the root cause is, but it gives you kind of some buffer time to figure out what the root causes and address that while also allowing that immediate relief. Totally. And, and if you just have shit sitting in you for long periods of time, there are a host of negative side effects from that. Yeah. So even if it's not like a, a permanent solution of, to understanding how you can properly digest and eliminate food, it will be the relief yeah. that you're looking for to, to stave off any sort of like long-term issues from like fermenting poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like if someone is backed up for long enough or say you have one bowel movement a week and that's just normal for you and that's what you think is like your normal baseline, it can actually manifest um, as pain in other areas of the body, like the lower back. And so yeah. some people who complain of lower back pain, you know, the next question, if you're a holistic health practitioner is, well, how often are you going to the bathroom? And you might hear some people say, well, once or twice a week. Well, that that's not nearly no. enough. So things are getting backed up and putting pressure on other areas of the body that, you know, really shouldn't have that pressure. Um, so another benefit here is reducing many types of chronic pain, which I'm, I was kind of explaining, but um, other types of chronic illness as well. Um, I've heard from people with Lyme or debilitating fatigue and they will literally say like coffee enemas saved my life so we're not messing around here um, they can also help you eliminate many different parasites and yeasts that build up in the body we've said it before we'll say it a hundred more times on this podcast if you have a pulse you have a parasite even and especially healthy people because parasites are found on things like fresh fruits and vegetables, like raw fruits and veggies. You can also get them by grounding, putting your bare feet on the earth. You can get them from gardening. So all these different healthy practices, you can get them from sushi. Um, even if you have a pet, like parasites are coming at us all the time. They're a part of being a mammal. You're never going to get away from being exposed to parasites. Yes, even for healthy people. So if you are not intentionally cleansing parasites, they can and will live in the body for up to 30 years. Jesus. Yeah. So this is another way. This isn't like a traditional parasite cleanse, but it is a way that it, we can start to help that process be moved along. Another benefit is this one is near, near and dear to my heart. Better skin. So when our elimination channels get bogged down, the body still is trying to find other avenues to release toxins and release waste. And oftentimes, unfortunately, that manifests as chronic skin issues, maybe like psoriasis or eczema or maybe even like cystic acne. So I'm not saying that if you do coffee enemas that you're suddenly going to have better skin. I think it's something that you implement and over time, it's something that you know, is a, a downstream benefit, but definitely something to think about if you have chronic skin issues. Another benefit is antioxidant effects and glutathione production. So glutathione is a really important antioxidant in the body. And I have a quote here from Dr. Max Gerson, 
And he's one of the main people in the coffee enema space. He uses it for all different types of chronic illness, even things like cancer therapy. So he says the palmitates of coffee enhance glutathione S transferase, which is responsible for the removal of many toxins from the blood. Finally, the water in the enema stimulates peristalsis or the movement of toxic substances from the duodenum or upper intestine through the intestine and out through the rectum. So again, it's, it's stimulating these very important glutathione related enzymes that help the body um, with oxidation and uh, basically um, the building up of diseased cells in the body. Totally. It's like, I would have just assumed by understanding generally what a coffee enema was that it would you know, help with constipation and, and maybe help cleanse certain you know organs. But when it comes to like antioxidant effects and glutathione production, that's what like really blew my mind. Um, but I think also like another benefit is just the general kind of like tension, depression, mood impact of mm -hmm. being constipated or having gut uh, issues and gut challenges. Mm -hmm. Like they talk about the connection between your, your gut and your brain all the time and how much it does impact mood and, and your, your, your state of wellness mentally and psychologically. And so dude, having a freaking coffee enema is like a therapy session yeah. for your body. Yeah. You're when you're done, you're clearer, you're mm -hmm. lighter, you're less concerned with the either stomach ache that you ha had previously or the constipation that you had previously. It's, like a, a, you are a completely new person it's after a, a coffee enema. It's a, it's a reset. And I know this well, I definitely like if for whatever reason I'm constipated, I am a different human. I'm a different person. I'm more anxious. I'm more irritable. I get, you know, more emotional and that's not my normal state. And so I, I, I know that for sure for me. And so you think about someone who's maybe been constipated for 30 years, like, and they think that they have depression. Well, they might, but also they might just need to release a lot of toxins. Totally. Yeah. There's a, there's like a spiritual element to it. I swear. <laughs> I think mental clarity, you know, you are putting caffeine in mm -hmm. your butt and it's absorbed. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it's absorbed into the bloodstream. So you actually get a lift, you get a coffee buzz from putting coffee into your butt for a while. Um, I, I personally feel more energized and actually, if you do this process on an empty stomach, which I would recommend because you don't necessarily want to flush out just undigested food, which can happen if you sit there, you might just th like a bunch of undigested food might also, um, come out. And so if you do this on an empty stomach, you will legitimately feel a, a really nice buzz from the, the caffeine that's in the coffee. Um, I afterwards am really free and cleansed and a lot of times we'll take uh something like a nootropic or kratom or something because it'll it'll have more efficacy i'm just lighter and i and i think this is total bro science but i think it's this idea that if you are constipated or having gut challenges the resources in your body are dedicated to that discomfort and mm -hmm. it will shut off other functionality such as absorption of of supplements or nootropics because it's focusing on digestion yeah and so just getting that cleanse makes the other things that you do more efficacious mm -hmm. yeah absolutely lastly I, th I think that it's like a meditative practice to be able to keep a decent amount of fluid 
in your butt <laughs> for long periods of time and just and having a level of stillness mm-hmm. the sphincter muscle is what keeps the yeah. the coffee inside of your body and a lot of times constipation is a lack of the ability to regulate your sphincter muscles if you're tight and you're mm-hmm. tense um, you, you can oftentimes not have sort of a connection with the, those sphincter muscles of your body, including your butthole and the inner sphincter behind your actual rectum, yeah. uh, which, which is kind of this, this thing that can keep you constipated. So the process of like having a bunch of coffee or fluid while you're, you know, for me hanging upside down, I'll get, I'll get to this in a minute. It is a Zen yeah. practice. Get connected to your sphincters, people. <laughs> <laughs> So we're we're going to share our kind of in-depth, detailed process. And ours, each of ours is a little different. So we want to share both of ours um, because we, we uh, engage with the coffee enema process a little differently. So I'll start with mine. Okay, so the frequency that I engage in coffee enemas is at least two or three times a month. Uh, I don't have any like set exact like, oh, every Wednesday or every Sunday. I don't I don't do that. Um, I mostly just like listen to my body when I can tell that my body is asking for it. Um, but definitely before and after travel. And then, as I've I've said before, as needed, as I'm f- if I'm feeling constipated for any reason, which is rare. But, you know, it still happens. I think for me, uh, stress is a big one for constipation and so if I'm feeling particularly stressed then I know that that function of my body is not optimal so that might be another time where I'm like you know I've been really stressed lately I bet my body has some stuff to release um so my process if I'm not in a hurry I usually always start with a water only initial flush so this is about three cups of our clean structured water and i'll usually add some liquid minerals in there like from microbe formulas um, or i might add some uh, biomolecular oxygen from microbe and um, this is because (laughs) getting really detailed here with the uh, the um, process but it's because i like to remove the bulk of the poop (laughs) (laughs) which then allows me to hold the coffee which again is where the major benefits are in my body for longer because sometimes if i'm if i'm backed up for whatever reason if i start with coffee if if i start with a coffee mixture from the start then i notice that my body wants to release it way way quicker and i'm not getting the full benefits of holding that coffee for the astringent action and the glutathione and the liver support. So oftentimes I'll just do a first flush with water. So, but I also am preparing my coffee mixture at the same time when I, you know, I'm pouring the water in the enema bucket. I'm also getting my coffee ready to go. And I bring that into the bathroom with me so that I can just do them back to back. So for my coffee mixture, I mix one packet of King Coffee, which I've talked about a hundred times on this podcast. It's organic, mold-free, and because they're in individual packets, um, it's really easy for prepping a coffee enema. So I combine the King Coffee with um, a little bit of hot water, 
make sure it's all dissolved, and then I add about three more cups of room temperature water. And I would say if you don't have structured water, then use distilled water. Do not use tap water. Most of the time, I also am adding uh, about a teaspoon or so of blackstrap molasses, which has a whole bunch of different minerals in it, um, but it also helps with retention. So if you get into the coffee enema process and you, you're finding that you have a really hard time holding the coffee in for longer than like a minute, think about maybe adding some molasses. It's um, supposed to help with that retention ability. So... I get into the bathroom. I got my mixtures there. I hang the enema bucket uh, with the water in it up on a towel hook and right next to the tub. And I, so I'm letting gravity help pull the liquid down once it's, you know, once I got it all set up in my body. I'll use a little coconut oil for lubrication. And then I lay down in the bathtub, usually naked, um, on my right side, except I think that you're supposed to lay on your left side, which I'm just finding out. I've been laying on my right side yeah, this whole it, entire time. Yeah, it's kind of the way that the, the intestines, yeah. like, they, they gravitationally Yeah, just the way that they're oriented left. in your body. So um, try laying on your left side. With our setup in our bathroom, it's just easier for us to lay on our right side. But I'm going to try the left side next time. And then you unclamp the stopper. And you want to let all the air out that's in the tube before you insert it into your body. Because sometimes I've made that mistake where I just put it in right away and then I, I you know, release the clamp and nothing moves. Nothing yeah. happens. The liquid doesn't come down because there's this giant air bubble. So... Uh, yeah, I let the... I Before I put it into my butt, I let the tube fill up and I just yeah. kind of toggle mm -hmm. the little um, tightener, the little yeah, nozzle, the clamp. the clamp, and just let the whole hose yeah. fill up with coffee before I go yeah, into the butt. So you want to make sure that the tip is inserted no less than two inches. I think mine goes in, I'm not measuring, but I, I would guess it's probably about four to five inches, but it's not going to do anything if it's just like, if it's just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. That's what yeah. he said. Usually. Ah. So then you let the liquid completely flow in and um, it's okay if there's a little bit of fluid left in the tube. You don't need to kill yourself trying to get every single last drop. Sometimes your body is just like, hey, we can't really take yeah. in any more liquid. You can probably fit more liquid in your body just because you're a, a bigger person in general than I am. And so maybe you can take in more liquid than I can. I think this is just an individual thing. Um, and the first few times I did enemas, I had pretty intense cramping. Um, it's normal, it's common, but it usually passes fairly quickly, you know, 10 or 15 seconds. I usually don't cramp at all anymore, but if it does happen, I just close my eyes and I breathe and I just try to like gently massage my abdomen to like move things around so that the liquid can get past the poop plug. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So... Once the liquid has pretty much all flowed into my body, I clamp it back down, remove the tip, and then I use a timer on my phone, and I just hold the water in for five minutes. I just chose this number because it works for me. Five minutes is, is what I do for the, for the uh, first water flush. And then I'll, I'm laying in the tub, and so I'll put my feet, 
my toes kind of like up on the lip or the uh, the rim of the bathtub just to kind of help with gravity and to like get things um, moving, I guess. And then after five minutes, I get up and eliminate as much as I can. Um, you want to give yourself at least a few minutes to let everything move out of you that wants to move out of you. Um, but it it takes like zero effort to eliminate. Like you're usually like really ready to, you know, there's pressure building up in there and it usually is like a big sigh of relief to be yeah, able to let that pressure definitely. go. So that's just the water mixture. Then I, re I re repeat the same process with my coffee mixture that I've already made up and it's sitting in the bathroom with me. So then I pour the coffee mixture into the enema bucket and re repeat that process. Except this time I do my best to have my legs as vertical as I can. So I will kind of like put my legs up against the shower wall to get as much gravity as possible yeah. working for me to get the, the liquid kind of up as far as it can. It also into helps my body. With, with keeping it in, with holding yeah. it in. Just yeah, the gravity totally. of being upside down. There's mm -hmm. less like force yeah. uh, as it pertains to just holding the liquid inside. Yeah. And I'm usually listening to like the Chris D'Elia podcast just because I need something like mindless. You got to be careful with a, with a big <laughs> laugh though. I know. And so sometimes if I laugh a little like my little squirt might come wow. out. Wow. <laughs> wow. Good stuff. Glad you're at the bathtub. Yeah. That's why I go in the bathtub y'all. You don't have to go in the tub, but it just works better for me. So then I'm holding the coffee in my body for at least 10 to 15 more minutes. And, uh, you know, I'll do like a kind of a self massage on my lower abdomen. And then after that, you know, eliminate, get up, get on the toilet and put my feet up on our squatty potty. And again, I'm massaging in a circular motion. I think it's counter it's counterclockwise whatever, just in a circular motion to get all the liquid that, you know, mm -hmm. cause it's like going up into your intestines, which are yeah. winding around. And so you want to give your, yourself at least like a few minutes, like five minutes to like let yeah. all the liquid come out of you. And then you want to basically just shower immediately after. And as you stand up and walk around, you might get the limit, you might get the urge to eliminate more, like more liquid needs to come out of you. That's totally normal. Um, and then I, um, I'm done. Then I, uh, immediately after I take my biotoxin binder and electrolytes, which we'll talk a little bit more about, um, kind of how to care for your body afterwards, but that's my process. Okay. You may have never done this, but next time you brush your teeth, turn your toothpaste tube over and take a look at the ingredient list. You'll probably see things like sodium fluoride, or sodium lauryl sulfate, or sorbitol, or artificial colors like blue dye number one. These are major hormone and gut disruptors. Do you see glycerin in the ingredient list? That's made from GMO vegetable oil, my love. It's toxic to your cells and actually blocks your saliva from doing its job in mineralizing your teeth. As a registered dental hygienist and lover of true holistic health, I quit using commercial toothpaste and dental products a long time ago. They just do not meet high standards for long-term health, no matter what seal you see stamped on the front of the tube. The ingredient list doesn't lie. 
If a product is going into my mouth and into my body multiple times a day, every day, in my opinion, it should be clean, reliable, and free of hormone disruptors and gut irritants. Which is why Chase and I have completely made the switch over to Living Libations Dental Products. They are packed with ancient healing herbs, gentle oils, and alkaline buffers. Our favorite is the Neem Alkalinizing Toothpaste. Only a tiny dot is needed, but you'll feel your whole mouth come alive as it breaks up bacteria colonies that cause bad breath while keeping your saliva alkaline, which is essential for a healthy mouth. Not to mention your teeth will feel super smooth and polished. To try for yourself, go to livinglibations.com and use the code MEDICINE, M-E-D-I-C-I-N, for a nice discount. They have a wide variety of products to choose from and amazing customer service if you have any questions on which product is right for you. When we know better, we can do better. And now, you know. Cheers, boo. That's awesome. No, I'm really similar. I don't do a water flush. I don't do a a pre-meal uh, appetizer, <laughs> appetizer with water, if you will. You have a stronger butt than I do, though. I guess so. Um, and I just go straight coffee. Um, I am upside down the entire time, so I put my legs up against a wall. I don't go in the bathtub. I've never had a, a leak, never had any leakage. I'm so impressed by that. It, do, it will cramp the first couple times you do it, for sure. But if you're upside down and you're in a meditative state, it really shouldn't bother you at all. So I can usually hold... 20 minutes at least and sometimes longer in fact like i said i'll spend most of the time upside down but but to just move things around a little bit i'll get up and we have a little exercise trampoline i might jump on the trampoline a little bit and just kind of keep things moving get things moving around you jump on the trampoline with liquid in your butt i've done that yeah wow yeah just to kind of like shake things up a little bit oh my gosh um you're my coffee enemy hero i also recommend finding a way when you do sit on the toilet after the 15 or 20 minutes is up and, and you have the bowel movement I recommend having a stool, like a squatty potty. Just give your intestines a little extra help to get everything mm-hmm. out. And then sit there for a while. Yeah. Like sit there for a while. You talked about massaging your, your sto- stomach, lower abdomen, specifically the left side, mm-hmm. like really close to like your pube bone. Um, that really helps. And then for me, um, I've done this in the past, but like having, like you can just you look up YouTube healing frequencies or healing sounds mm-hmm. for digestion and it'll help kind of the sphincter muscles feel relaxed so it's a very specific hertz frequency it's like 422 or something like that um, that is intentionally for kind of the bowel movements mm-hmm. uh, post enema so when i'm done and showered and everything i mentioned this but i might take like um something that i want to feel like uh if i want to take a little kratom or a little nootropic like qualia or lion's mane mushroom because I'm, I'm cleansed there and my liver is able to process this maybe a little bit better. Uh, I'm, I'm, I can get a little more efficacy with some of those supplements. Mm-hmm. I would then also recommend a whole foods based meal for your next meal. Yeah. And, uh, relatively bland. Like if you've been having digestive challenges, give kind of the foundation of your digestive system, something that it can handle versus like eating a bunch of alcohol or like having a bunch of alcohol or a bunch of spicy food yeah. or um, something like that. So I would just recommend, cause you're, you're activating the digestive system a little bit. Give it something really solid once you've cleansed it. <clears throat> um, cool. Well, thank you for sharing your, 
process. And you use the same kind of uh, coffee to water proportions yep. that I do. About yep. is it about three cups of water to one packet of King Coffee? Yeah, and it's if you have too much, your body won't take it in, so it's not a big deal to have too much. Um, I would also I only I only similarly two to three times a month, definitely pre and post travel, um, or if I feel like it's been a few days since I've had a, a satisfying di- like bowel movement, I'll, I'll throw in a coffee enema. I've heard of people who are like, oh, I do a coffee enema every day. I'm like, I don't know if you should be doing that. I think there are actually some, yeah. There, there's good bacteria in your gut that you don't want to eliminate. And by over eliminating through enemas, you can actually kind of strip the baseline microbiome. And, yeah. and I think training your body to have a bowel movement only by Mm -hmm. stimulating it through a coffee enema is not a good practice at all. So in moderation, I highly recommend this practice for anybody, but if you're doing it more than once a week, uh, outside of a problem, I would really start to try to wean off of coffee enemas. Yeah. And that's a question that we got. I, I put out on my Instagram story like, hey, do you guys have any coffee enema questions? And that was one that a few people asked was like, how often? So I, I um, was planning on getting into that and I'll share my thoughts there. But I also want to talk about um, who coffee enemas are not for. And then we'll talk about kind of the brands that we recommend. So just because you were mentioning, um, recommending it to basically anyone and everyone, there are a few groups of people that maybe should talk to a healthcare professional before you get just jump into coffee enemas. So who I found coffee enemas are not for is currently undergoing chemotherapy. Um, if you have renal, cardiac, or respiratory failure, bleeding and or ulceration of the colon tract, Uh, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's disease, history of ileostomy, which is if you've had your colon removed, um, hypertension and or tachycardia. If you're pregnant, it can be really stimulating. So they say to just stay away from coffee enemas altogether during pregnancy, which I'm thinking about for myself in the future and I'm already hating that. (laughs) Um, If you have ongoing acute or chronic diarrhea um, until you investigate with a physician on like why that's happening, stay away from coffee enemas. Um, and then, you know, six to eight weeks post-surgery, probably not a good time to do them. So um, if you fall into any of those categories, just really talk to a healthcare provider before you jump into them. So getting into brands that we recommend for the coffee and the enema kit. Um, the enema kit, the brand that we use is called Premium Enema, and we just got it off of Amazon. Yeah, it was like 40 bucks, has everything that you need. Um, we also have their, the same brand, Premium Enema. We also have their Travel Enema Kit, which we take to Priest Lake when we're there for a month um, and, you know, other extended trips. I think we took it to Colorado. Oh, yep. no, Austin. Do maybe? not travel without it, period. Right. Like, co- <clears throat> like flying is this indication to your nervous system to tighten Mm -hmm. whether you're aware of it or not which includes your sphincters it's stressful which oftentimes leads to constipation like Mm -hmm. you're in the air you're on in a car your body is subconsciously aware that you're flying hundreds of miles an hour or you're cruising down a road and you're in you're sitting on your butt for long periods of time 
and every signal is like clen uh, clench, 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 clench. And it's just hard to turn that off. Yeah. So you end up getting constipated. I know. We unfortunately forgot it on our trip to Egypt and we hated ourselves. Until we got chronic diarrhea. <laughs> Until so, we so got we, chronic diarrhea. So we went diarrhea. from constipated for a few days to just no solid bowel movement whatsoever. Yeah. So just we definitely did not need diarrhea. A, we did not need a coffee enema on the latter half of the trip. Um, but in the, those beginning four or five days, yeah. I was, I was, uh, hurting miserable for yeah. a coffee enema. Um, okay. So for the coffee, I mentioned that we both used King coffee and this is for many reasons. It's organic, it's tested for mold and the individual packets make it really easy. And then we can also travel with those if we're, you know, if we're taking our travel coffee enema kit above all, it's just so convenient um, other methods, other coffee methods, if you're not using instant coffee, um, include like very specific instructions for like, you have to boil for 12 minutes and then you have to wait until it cools to a certain degree. And so it's like, we don't even just, we don't want to mess around with that. If you have a coffee that you like, that's organic and mold free and clean that you want to use for coffee enema, um, we'll put the, a link in the show notes for how you would want to prepare it for a coffee enema. But I didn't want to speak to that because we've never done it. So I'm just going to link to other people, other experts who have, and you can check that out if that's where you're at. Um, but if you want to grab King Coffee for your coffee enemas and or for drinking, we also drink the, the King Coffee. Um, Different from <laughs> when we put it in our butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to grab King Coffee, um, it's always on our medicine cabinet. So just themedicine.com and then navigate from the main menu to the medicine cabinet. And there's a direct link if you want to grab King Coffee. You can also just, for the King Coffee, you can buy it retail, which is like the, f- the full price, retail price. Or you can become a wholesale member like we are and you get it for the wholesale price, which is like 33% off. So if you're going to have King in your life, I would highly recommend becoming a wholesale member. It's kind of like Costco where you pay the annual fee and then you get access to the wholesale pricing year round. So it's a really, really good deal and you make your money back after like two boxes of savings. So if you're really sensitive, you just know that you are generally a sensitive person to different supplements, medications, etc. You could try like a half a packet of King or you can simply, again, just do it with, with water. Um, make sure it's distilled or really clean, mineralized, yeah. structured water like we have. If we didn't have King Coffee for some reason, if King Coffee didn't exist, the next option for us would be Keon Coffee. Um, we've talked about Keon on this uh, podcast before. They're one of our affiliated brands. They have a really clean, organic, mold-free coffee um, that I would recommend to anyone that wasn't using King. So you can check that out as well on our medicine cabinet. Whatever coffee you choose, you want a medium or dark roast, not a light roast. Uh, You want to make sure it's organic and tested for mold. And you want non-oily beans because the oily beans, I guess, are there. It's easier for them to go rancid. All right. So I mentioned that we we had some questions from Instagram. So I was just going to run through those. 
Um, we addressed a lot of the questions, but there's a few that were outliers that I wanna, I wanna get to. Okay, so first question, how often should I do them? Chase touched on this a little bit and I pretty much completely agree. This is completely individual based on your own needs. I've heard from some with chronic illness that they do them every day. Um, I don't know if that's recommended long-term for the reasons that you spelled out. Like we want to be able to train our body to poop regularly and like treat coffee enemas as like a supplement, you know, not like the whole food meal. This is a vitamin or a supplement that you supplement your healthy lifestyle with. I've also seen experts like Dr. Lawrence Wilson say (laughs) up to four in one day, which also never done. And I probably won't. Yeah. But there are protocols if you have um, more acute or severe illness that call for multiple coffee enemas per day. Um, Again, I would definitely talk to your practitioner and not just do this just for fun. I think for the average healthy person who's wanting to just use it for the benefits that we talked about, like supporting the liver and detoxification, I think once a week is great. Yeah. And if you're feeling like you need more than once a week, a couple times a week, three times a week, just find a, a holistic health practitioner who can help you with maybe getting some labs done. Yeah. Because it's likely that there's more than just a pooping problem. Right. Yes. And then certainly before and after travel. Yeah. Like yeah. when we step off the plane and get back to get back to our house, uh, usually we're doing a coffee enema that same day. I might do it twice in three or four days just to make sure that things are, yeah. are back to baseline. Yes. Yeah. Another question we had is what comes out during the release? How do I know if I'm doing it right? The first few enemas, like it's going to be pretty intense. It's going to be pretty <laughs> graphic. Not going to lie to you. Um, but it's just a bunch of gunk that's been, you know, potentially clinging to your intestine, intestinal walls for maybe even like years. Mm-hmm. So you could release parasites. You could release liver flukes um, or biofilm that is uh, surrounding certain flukes or, or things within the, uh, the body. So you may see them, like if they float to the surface. Chances are you're just going to see a bunch of what looks like diarrhea because yeah. it's coffee. Co- it looks like a coffee pot. Um, there's bile. You know, which you'll you'll be familiar with the smell. It's just like the smell of the liquid that's inside of your intestines. Um, hopefully, you don't see blood. You know, hopefully, you don't see anything. I've never seen anything like that. I've never seen Obviously, blood. Obviously, contact someone. But I, I'm saying, like, you shouldn't see no. something like that. Shouldn't right. look like a murder. Yeah. Um, and if you really want to know what you're releasing, some people, like Megan, <laughs> will use bamboo sticks or skewers to investigate and kind of like sift through yeah. what's going on. You might also see some undigested food. Yeah. I see um, carrots a lot. Yeah. Carrots. <laughs> definitely. So yeah, you mentioned the biofilm, which I do want to say because I want to, I want to highlight um, because oftentimes I'll do the coffee enema and then later that evening or maybe even the next day um, I will release uh, biofilms, which look like weird little like loogies yeah loogies they They look like kind of like a gelatinous little loogie thing that comes out in the toilet and that is really good so parasites have biofilm around them and this protects them from their environment it protects them from our immune system 
So another reason that I use king coffee is because it has reishi in there, reishi mushroom, and reishi is naturally antiparasitic because it targets the biofilms that surround the parasites. So you may see these loogie things and just take that as a good sign that you might release parasites after that because now the biofilm has been removed. Next question we got was, how should I care for my body before and after? This was a really good question. I would say I have three tips here. Hydrate very well all day long before and after your coffee enema. This is, you know, structured water. Don't just drink tap water. Make sure you're adding minerals and electrolytes as needed. Um, and then a binder. So we take two capsules of the Microbe Formulas Biotoxin Binder, which I will link in the show notes, um, on coffee enema days. And then the day after, I usually take a binder as well because I can tell that my body is still releasing stuff. And the purpose of this binder is to literally bind to the toxins that get shaken up with a coffee enema so that they can move through the system properly. You don't want stuff just floating around in your system. So these binders really do help grab onto it and release it in your next bowel movement. And then my third tip, caring for your body before and after, <laughs> maybe avoid sex maybe. for like a few hours Right, unless, after. You're, unless you're into poop stuff. Because... You know, like in sex, you have to like relax everything down there for it to be pleasurable. And if you're relaxing and you've just done a coffee enema, your partner may not appreciate it. <laughs> just saying. And then the last question we got is another really good one. Is colon hydrotherapy comp comparable to coffee enemas? So they mean like colonics, yeah. going and getting a professional colonic. Is that the same as coffee enemas? And although they have similar health benefits, there's also some major differences. Um, the first that I can think of is that colonics, like if you go and get a professional colonic done, they're generally more intense because they're shooting water through basically your entire system. Yeah. Where where coffee enemas only kind of get the lower portion of your intestines, colonics can really go through a lot of your system. So generally they are more intense, but they're also removing more gunk than a coffee enema. I personally can. prefer coffee enemas. Yeah, Much I know. more gentle, feel better. Mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't feel, I, I felt very invaded with <laughs> yeah. a colonic. Yeah. And a coffee enema is, is quite gentle. Yeah. We've only done one colon hydrotherapy yeah. session, one colonic, but it was after we had already done a coffee enema, which I would recommend to anyone. If you haven't done either, I would start with a coffee enema because you're going to be more accustomed to and kind of aware of the whole process of putting liquid up your butt yeah. and then pooping it out. Yep. If you're doing this the first time with like another individual in the room. It's going to feel very aggressive. It could feel very uncomfortable, very yeah. weird. I mean, colonics in general are not necessarily comfortable. Right. So if you already have some expertise and some experience on your own, in your own bathroom, in the privacy of your bathtub, doing this kind of thing, then if you go and do a colonic, then um, it might be a little easier to adjust yeah. to. The other difference is that col uh, colonics are really expensive. 
Um, and they should be They're They're it's therapy. It's hydrotherapy. It has a therapeutic action to it. I'm not saying that they shouldn't be expensive, but when we went, it was like over a hundred dollars each for us. So, you know, most people can't afford to go and do a colonic weekly. Um, so a coffee enema is much more convenient. And once you have the kit, that's really it. You don't have to like keep purchasing things. And then, like we said, colonics involve another person. So if you're like shy about your body, it could feel very invasive. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know, yeah, Chase, you mentioned that you prefer coffee enemas to colonics. And I bet there's a lot of people out there that prefer that. But I still think that there's a lot of value in going and having even just like once a year, having like a full Mm -hmm. colonic just to like completely flush the entire system. Yeah. Um, But a lot of the the same same benefits uh, for sure as the coffee enema. And that's it on the questions that we got from Instagram. Thank you for your input. Hopefully we addressed all of the major burning questions that people have regarding coffee enemas. Um, But I would just say, you know, kind of in closing, like the whole premise of the medicine podcast is to have more of an expansive and open minded attitude in every aspect of life. Mm -hmm. And if you're having chronic or debilitating gut issues, skin issues, digestion issues, and you have never thought about coffee enemas, again, talk to your healthcare practitioner, but try to open your mind up to other possibilities, other modalities of supporting your liver, supporting, um, you know, detoxification. And, um, you know, you might get into it. And the first few times are going to be weird. It's going to be weird no matter what. Like, we were not immune you know, I was afraid to even Google pictures yeah, or yeah. Google about coffee enemas for a long time. Like it took me a while to really be open to the thought of putting coffee up my butt. Yeah, there's shame around poop. There's shame around your butt. It's it's very interesting. And, and there's psychology behind it, too. It's like um, there's this sort of like psychological element to poop in our butts that keep us in line with the animals that we are. We have this brain and this ability to contemplate the meaning of life and consciousness and God and oneness, yet at the end of the day, we still poop and we still pee and we still fart. And it's this thing that nobody wants to talk about because- (laughs) Except us. Except us. Uh, (laughs) But it it keeps us sort of like, in one sense, we have this God-like ability Mm -hmm. to contemplate meaning and life, yet we're still subject to this little- biological meat suit that has to get rid of its waste and it's critically important for that waste to be properly eliminating and so it's this like thing that we just don't really want to think about or talk about yet in that space at large and optimizing the space of digestion is wildly healing Mm -hmm. it's profound and will change your life yep absolutely 100 boom All right, my love, I want to hear from you. What is your medicine today? My medicine today, talking to my best buddy from high school. We've stayed in touch all these years. He's one of a kind. I'm going to go for a nice little walk this afternoon. Do you want to give him a shout out? Catch up with him. Matt Zanbergen, Matilda, (laughs) my, my center on my high school basketball team and 
Uh, I traveled the world with this guy in college. As you well. guys were quite the pair. We were the pair. I love him. He's tall. I'm not that tall. Um, yeah, we were we were buds, and and we've stayed in touch all these years, and so it's going to be great to catch up with them. I haven't talked to him in a few months, so yeah. Maybe he'll listen to this episode if uh, he's interested in maybe. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, what about you, my love? What is your medicine today? My medicine today was a spontaneous, impromptu trip to the beach this morning. Yeah. Getting our coffee and uh, we made some protein oatmeal cookies that we took with us and dunked in our coffee and saw the, the ocean and got some sunshine on our faces. And it's just freaking medicine. It yep. feels... It's just the best connecting with nature, getting morning sunlight in our eyes, having, you know, mushroom coffee on the beach with my lover and my best friend. Doesn't get much better. I'm the lover and the best friend. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you are. So good. All right, you guys. Thanks for hanging with us. And let us know if you have any questions, if we missed anything, if we didn't answer your questions for whatever reason. uh, We are open books. Our DM doors are always open. And check the show notes for all um, applicable links. And we will talk to you next time. Go spread some light and try a coffee enema. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening. Did you hear anything today that expanded your mind, made you laugh, touched your soul, or caused you to think differently about this topic? I hope so. I invite you to share this episode with someone you love. It takes 30 seconds and has the potential for a great ripple effect. Our world needs more people having real, honest, and open-minded dialogue on big topics. And you never know, you may just change their entire day. We love you and appreciate you being here with us. Cheers.